Yes, it is the Stepmates Podcast, back for another week. You've got me, Mark Nicholson, Sebastian Pitt, and Lockie Bloody Wilson in the studio. It's the Stepmates Podcast. Second last potty before Christmas, boys. Are you excited? Before the end of the year, please. I don't, I don't want to be reminded of this fucking <laughs> Christmas. I couldn't give a fuck. I really couldn't give a fuck. There is so much Christmas shit around. I feel like Christmas is the pick-me-up that you need, Mark. Mate, I just... You know what, I'm, you know what I need? Just... To, a fucking break. A break would be really nice. You I don't know, give a fuck. I don't need some jolly snowman and fucking <laughs> uh, winter and fucking holly. I don't need any of this shit. I just need a fucking just time. Just time off. You know what we're all getting for Christmas, boys? Omicron. Oh, it's coming. Brilliant. It's spreading. Mate, I hope it gets me and I hope it fucking takes me out. <laughs> I don't even know. I haven't kept up to date with it. Too. <laughs> I really hope it fucking gets me and it gets me good. Uh, I regret getting the vaccine. Because I would want this Omicron to no, do some not, damage. Yeah, no, I think it's still because you don't believe in it. It's because you, you don't want it to work. Because yeah. it welcomes death. So I would have. Oh yeah, would have loved it. Would have been. Fu- would have gotten a break. I would have been able to rest in peace. It's fucking bullshit. I'm jealous. Every time in the news when they're like, "Oh, it's sad," another person died. I'm like, "Fuck it, lucky cunt." It could have been me. Could have been me. Oh mate, that's all right. No, we actually uh, we had a pretty relaxing little weekend. Uh, this, this one you did gone. this was your first weekend without running for like fucking five hours yeah it was nice not having to do fucking 70 or 80 kilometers over over saturday and sunday oh yeah because you've, you've wound it all back now yeah so i actually didn't run at all on saturday or oh, sunday yeah. it was very nice you got to go stayed up late on friday night had a bit of a go at the old weed vape boys oh. Put me into another dimension um so I had a bit of a good time with that ate about fucking ten thousand malteses and then um <laughs> felt like shit on saturday uh, it was a Malteser, Malteser hangover. It was a little Malteser, a sugar hangover. It was the sugar. It was the sugar. That's uh-huh. what I was convincing myself. I was like, why am I so foggy today? It's the sugar. It's the sugar. <laughs> it's, it's not good yeah. for you. It's all the chuggy. It's not good for you. That, that shit will fuck your mind up. The weed, um, babe. So then uh, on the Saturday, pretty much napped for most of the day, Sebo. Um, although, did you, what did you do on Saturday? I didn't oh, even I see you, to busy. be honest. I was just busy. You were out and about? I was out and about and I had things on, stuff to do. It's no good. Very mysterious, isn't he? <laughs> he is. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to recall, what are actually. Things, Sebastian? I'm just trying to recall, actually. I don't think you were that busy Saturday morning, mate. Oh, I'm pretty I had sure to see a man around. about a dog. No, yeah. no, we had a podcast. We had a film podcast with Jordan McLeedy's. Yeah, at and then four o'clock. Into a dinner, <laughs> into <laughs> a fucking was, birthday party. It was yeah, fucked. Right. You had a big one. So, yeah, we did. We went to the um, went to the Uncommon podcast. Lockie, you couldn't make it to that one, unfortunately, because oh, you had mum's birthday. Mother's birthday to attend. Yeah, right. It was a shame, because it was actually a fun little potty, wasn't it, Sebastian? It was good fun. Yeah. Cracked a few beers with old Jordan Michelides and, and Roran Rapatko. Had a bit of FOMO. Did you? Hearing that, yeah. It would have been fun, mate, because, yeah, we had a few we had a few beers. We got pretty... Um, it was pretty unstructured. I was pretty actually loose. pretty lit by the end. I don't know about you guys. Me, I was 100%. dropping shit. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like I, pretty I, I'm, lively. I'm worried about what I said, to be honest, on that on that one. Did I say anything bad about no, our number one client? Just the usual stuff. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. No, I remember saying, so, like trying to explain NFTs with one eye closed. <laughs> like, I'm a bit concerned about what I fucking said on this thing, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It wouldn't be the first time we've said something controversial on 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 the uncommon podcast. No, um, but uh, I don't know. My my weekend was it was one of those ones where it was really social and it was nice. But like you finish the weekend, you're like, I didn't I didn't rest. Yeah, no, I'm fucked now. It's Monday and I'm I'm in trouble. I'm in deep shit. Yeah. How about you, mate? How was the How was Mum's birthday? Oh, it was all right. It was a I don't like I don't know if it was worth traveling to Ballarat for. I mean, like obviously it is because you're meant to be there for you. For your mum, but sucks, her, my sister's boyfriend's parents and my parents met for the first time. Did they fight? 
they didn't fight. No, they got on pretty well. Like oh. it was it was all pretty good. But it just meant that like there was this air of formality. Yeah. And like like normally you come back home for beers with your with your folks and, and you your can fam. just let it hang loose. Exactly. Like, it's like you it's you're more comfortable there than you are anywhere else. Totally. Like, I can be the biggest piece of shit. Everyone already knows it. But that never yeah. happened because there were two other parents there that they were trying to be like everyone was trying to present their best self and did you feel like you'd changed or do you feel like they changed uh, that's what i found with my parents and and when they met my mon, mon's parents as well it was like they they were just being really oddly well behaved yeah like, they, just be yourselves cunts they, they were being to be fair they were being themselves but it was a much more f- like filtered version like they were holding back presentable um yeah they were being presentable my, my parents can really like chew your ear off if they're in the mood uh and i think dad got very close at one point and and uh i think that the the other set of in-laws got out just in time before the floodgates opened yeah right well oh. next time maybe next time maybe next maybe time. next time maybe for chrissy we can have them together and <laughs> you should record some of it if you can just try and just d- drop in with your iphone just hang over the top like a little boom mic it's not a bad idea you can capture it actually exploit them um, for content so they didn't have any sort of philosophical conflicts at all they didn't have it was like no nah, like it was there's no class, no class conflict you know yeah, one's rich class. one's poor everyone was pretty uh, well behaved, I think. Every, and everyone was very like friendly and positive. Yeah. Right. Um, where Where are her parents from? Uh, his parents are from. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was your girlfriend's. No, I oh, no, no. Sorry, sorry. My sister's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. God, no, no, sorry, no. I missed the I missed the whole crust. Did, I might have fucked that up. I can't remember. No, no, no. I, no, don't know. I, I, think um, I just confused it. No, no, no. But it, it made it more for because like there was nothing at stake for me, so I was just sort of watching it happen. And I like it was interesting, but it just meant I was like, oh, now I've got to fucking represent the family too. Like, you didn't throw out a few little pot shots. I, I had to stir the pot. Someone's going to be the black sheep. Old Lockie Catalyst. Yeah, I don't know if it happened. If it happened that day, who should have just brought up topics just to just to try and stir <laughs> them up? Like, yeah. what's everyone's thoughts on the vaccination? <laughs> we, how, to how be honest, those, we, yeah, how good are those Texas abortion laws? <laughs> yeah, we're in. how good are <laughs> they? Who here liked the the fucking <laughs> the trial verdict? The, the Rittenhouse. Yeah, but what happens when they're like, verdict. oh mate, it was amazing, wasn't it? And then and then it's on for young and old. No, they, uh, you know what we talked about a lot? NFTs. Oh, oh wow, well, okay. Because oh, they they were like, oh, what do you do, Lockie? And I was like, oh fucking, I don't know. What do you call it? Digital designer, character designer, something like that. Yeah. And then, like, one of them, Zara, might have said, like, oh, he's doing NFTs at the moment. Then it was like, what's NFTs? Oh, and no. it's like, oh, <laughs> fucking, I don't know. So, Google how it. did you go <laughs> trying to explain? Did you have to go, like, well, NFT is a non-fungible token. What does it stand? What does fungible mean? What okay. does that mean? <laughs> and you've got to, it's, it's a, all right, we've got to start right from first principles here. Okie dokie. Um, no, it's, uh, I don't know. It's getting easier and easier to explain in my opinion. Um, so do I get, do I get a copy of what happens? Do I like, do, do I get to own a copy, a physical copy? No, well, it's not physical. It's digital. It's a blockchain. So what's that mean? Yeah, bro. I've got to say, just even just down on the discord, like just, some of these people who have got a, a much higher IQ, like they're actively searching and looking to buy NFTs, are still turning around and going, so will the JPEG be in my MetaMask or not? <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll happen on the blockchain. The blockchain? <laughs> How secure is that? It's, well, it's the blockchain. <laughs> Pretty fucking secure. Like, 
Oh, uh, damn it. And they're kicking rocks. Like they it's the, the metaphorical version of just kicking rocks. They're just like, God damn it. I'm not gonna see me JPEG in me wallet. Fuck. What about me hard wallet? It's the same. It's the same. It's um but anyway, the Kraken Collective, our NFT is dropping this weekend. We've got Saturday and Sunday. Saturday for the good cunts that are down there on the whitelist and Sunday for the public sale. Should go off its fucking head, boys. Uh, yeah, very, I'm excited very excited about this. I'm pumped. It's uh, it's going to be exciting to see how our first uh, how our first NFT drops. I do feel um, exhausted, but I'm pumped. Yeah, you've been hustling. Yeah, you guys have done a fucking terrific job. So for those that don't know as well, the, the we we've made these little NFTs and they they, they comprise of a total of 196 individual traits uh, on this Kraken uh, character. So it requires 196 individual drawings from you guys from different hats and eyes and masks and uh, weapons and fucking skin colors and backgrounds and all of those things go into a code and they get randomly generated and pop out five, ten thousand 10,000 of these little fuckers and uh, each of them are 100% randomized and unique, which makes them perfect for an NFT, for a non-fungible token in many ways. But <laughs> you guys have been responsible for drawing all 196 of those traits, making sure that they don't clash, that they line up well that they're 100% unique and they look fucking awesome, mate. Well done. Thanks, boys. It's been, it has been a collective effort, though. Like, it's like genuinely, like, it's been such a fucking cool team project to be a part of, um, like, from the marketing to just the, like, behind the scenes and all the digital contracts and shit, like, all stuff I've never even heard of. Yep. Like, it's been really, it's just been really cool. Like, it's, yeah. It's, it's interesting, interesting, yeah. Very and, interesting. Um, you know, it, this is how fast this space works as well. It's like four weeks ago we basically signed on to do this as the uh, as the production company. It's really only been something like four weeks, lads, six weeks maybe max yeah. um, since yeah. we started talking. Like it's been turned around very quickly. Six weeks ago we were they were talking about it's so early. It's so fucking early. It's so fucking early. And within six weeks now we're starting to hear things that's like, oh, we might have just been just too late. We might have just been just too late. Mm. Um, you know, it's, it's it's harder to get NFTs up these days. And I was like, it's six weeks ago. Six <laughs> weeks ago, it was the Wild Wild West and everyone was fucking selling NFTs like crazy. Um, so, we're you know, we've got a big weekend ahead. Very nervous about what the uh, what, what this sale will bring us. I'm feeling very positive. I I'm think, feeling positive. I think, we'll I get think there. It's, yeah. So we'll for, the, there. for the layman, say someone wants to log in and just buy a Kraken and they don't care about the blockchain. They just want to buy a Kraken NFT. How much money do they have to put aside? You got to put so it's point uh, zero eight ETH. So depending on on how much that is uh, on the market, but I think today ETH is about where, uh, Ethereum is like five thousand three hundred bucks. Yeah. So you got point oh eight times. It's about it four or five hundred bucks. Right? So it's about four or five hundred bucks, and you need a little bit for gas, like twenty thirty bucks, something like that. So for five hundred and fifty bucks, you can get yourself your first NFT. All you got to do is head down to thatcrackingcollective.com. Is that right? TheCrackingCollective.com? Uh, I believe so. Let me double check. Yeah, it's I huge think, anyway. Sort of for is. those good cunts that are on the Discord, all of your fucking answers will be there as well. So there's the Discord um, that you can join. I think if you jump onto the website as well, if you, you can jump straight into the Discord. It is not too late. Don't let anyone tell you it's too late because um, we, we're, we're, we're selling on publicly on Sunday and you can buy up to eight, I think, in one go. Um, but we've got some whales in the uh, in the old whitelist and on the Discord that are get, that are already talking about buying eight and then going in and buying another eight and some someone some lucky boy out there is going to have something like fucking thirty odd krakens in their skyrocket. It's yeah, crazy. Um, and but again, it's not they just all a, go up in value, I suppose. So that's the point. Exactly. Once you buy it, then you can either flip it or hang on to it. 
Because from the high level as well, for anyone that has bought an NFT before and they're sort of disappointed, you're just like, I'm not sure. Like, I get, I get it. It's growing in value or it's increasing in price. Mm-hmm. It's just a pretty picture. What the beautiful thing about the Kraken Collective is that it actually has an additional value and utility on top of that. So you get access to a DAO, which is a decentralized autonomous organization, which is basically like a little government that could choose how we invest the community funds of which a fuckload of the money that we make from the minting is going to a community fund. Most of it. Most of it goes back to the community to like fucking spend on whatever they want. Over a million dollars is going into that community wallet. So then we get to actively, as a group, choose how we spend that million dollars, whether we buy a bored ape or whether we buy some other NFTs, whether we buy some, some fucking cool shit. And then we fractionalize that and everyone's got a token and everyone's a part of the DAO and then... The idea is that we can continue to invest that in different things like um, decentralized finance. We can throw it around. We can increase that money really quickly because it's the wild, wild west. And then everyone's uh, everyone's not just your, your your NFT increases in value, but um, just by virtue of being a part of this community, you're also growing in value. I'm a huge believer of the NFT because I think the one major fault of most NFTs is that they don't have any utility or value to them. I'm pretty excited about what this one brings to the table, to the space. Um, it seems like the next evolution of NFTs because it, it's it, it's a, yeah like it is a bit different to like you know board ape or yeah whatever you sort of normally think of it because it's not only is about you know you get your cool little piece of art that's like your trading card but then on top of that it's the DAO and the community and or like the community war chest and being able to fucking we might be able to make like a cartoon out of it if if that's what everyone votes for. Like it's hundred percent a it's game. Pretty, it's pretty nuts. Like there was a there was a Dow uh, not that long ago that um, tried to buy the U.S. Constitution, boys. Like there was a there was a copy of one of the U.S. Constitutions <laughs> on sale really? at Sotheby's, and they think they raised something like forty million dollars as a Dow. Jesus, uh, to try and get in there. But what we, could we buy? Mate, we can buy anything we want. Real estate. What? We could buy fucking planes. We could buy Parliament plane. House. We could buy Parliament House. And money talks, bullshit walks. <laughs> That's the catchphrase of the Kraken Collective anyway. Um, but uh, no, look, if, you, if you're interested in your first NFT or you've got a couple of NFTs before, jump on down to thekrakencollective.com. Have a fucking look at it because it's fucking wild. Great art. Great art from uh, Lockie and Cal here who have put that all together. And um, I can tell you the the... the development side the tech side the smart contract side is top notch so if there's an nft you want to get for your first one or you've got a couple and you're just looking for one with a bit more utility and value this is the one for you but big news is we didn't even realize this the sale is happening on saturday and sunday saturday is the big day saturday is the pre-sale we'll we'll sort of get an indication of how we're looking for the public sale on Saturday. But that also coincides with he who shall not be named's wedding. Huge. Exciting. Which is huge. Now, you both have got roles in this fucking wedding. You're the MC, Sebo. Yeah. The master of ceremonies. Hilariously. And Lockie, you're a witness. Yeah, I've witnessed the... Really? Yeah. You're the witness. Mate, that's such a good job at a wedding, by the way. I know. Dude. (laughs) Wait, you're not bridal party or anything. No. Just witness. I'm just 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 stroll on up. After they've done their things, and then watch him sign, and then sign himself. He did it moments ago for me yeah. for a trust. I, I've done it once before at another wedding too. It is the best job. But because you you you're not on the in the bridal party, right? It's nope. just like a witness thing. No, nope. just come what, in. Is that I sign? I don't want to. I don't want to like. I don't want to downplay your role. But is that like a little bit of a pity? Like, oh, like I've got to get lucky. Got to get lucky. Involved. Look, yeah. maybe it is. But if it is, like, it's the best one. I don't. I don't want to be in the. Nah, you the don't. Bridal, like nah. it's, it's. I hate it standing at the the front of the wedding. Like, yeah, uh, there's something I don't like about it. I don't know. I just want to be in my cunt. seat. 
Get ready. Hey, so uh, do you have to do anything at the ceremony? Do you have to do the, all right, guys, now, drinks and nibbles while the bridal party's going off to get photos done. You guys just help yourselves, enjoy your drinks, and have a great time. We'll be back later. Do you have to do that I don't have to do that specifically, but I do have to point out toilets and smoking area at the start. Okay. Uh, I have to introduce the bridal party. Are you going to do it in a funny way, or are you going to... I'm just going to see how I feel on the day. It's probably going to be pretty straight. Uh Uh-huh. But we'll see. I might do a tight five. Bang the old mic and be What's like, "What's up, yeah. motherfuckers?" I got, some, I got some little jokes penned up. You can use me as a scapegoat as well, and just go like, "Now toilets, Mark. I'm looking at you." You know, like smokers like that. areas, just Mark. Smokers looking area. at you. Yeah, Mark at you. I actually, I am going to start that my my as soon as I pick up the mic, I'm going to go, "Yes, welcome back to Scott Naples' wedding." <laughs> back from this ceremony, you got to pump them uh, up. Man. You got to fire them up. Um, but yeah. no, I'm I'm feeling alright about it. I tell you what, I'm not feeling alright about though, boys. I uh, my girlfriend's been on my fucking case. She's oh, what's happening? On my case about trying on my suit before the wedding. I bought a really nice suit a year oh. and a half ago, at the start of COVID. I think I know where this is going. And uh, she's been on my back. I'm like it'll be fine. Like I'm. You know, I'm a pretty... I run. You know, I go for runs. You did a half marathon this year. did a half marathon. did a half marathon this year. You're up and about. But uh, I, I, she was on my back. She was, she's been after me for like two weeks. I was like, finally today. All right, I'm three days till the wedding. I'll try it on. I tried it on, boys, and... Uh, it fit perfectly. It did not fit. Like a glove. It was... And you know what the worst part about it is? Oh, dear. Is that not only do I have to go... like. Not only do I have to go and buy a new suit, but I also like know that I put on some kilograms. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a fine for getting fatter. Yeah. It is. It's like, all right, I got to spend like five hundred bucks on a new suit, and also you're chubbier. This happened to me literally last week, exactly as you're describing. My girlfriend's been on my case to try my suit on, and I was like, no, 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 no. And I tried it on. I was like, oh, I'm too fat now. Yeah. And then I had to go out and buy another suit. Yeah. And it, they know it too. They know it. That's they're why just, they're like, telling us. You your suit on and you're like, yeah. no, I don't want to. I'll, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. <laughs> It'll be fine. They're like, no, I, I really think you should put on that it, suit. Because in your head, you're like, I've got time to lose weight still. I've got time. The, the weekend's this Saturday. There's yeah. no time. I don't want to know now. I've left <laughs> it so late. Like, there's almost no it. time to buy a fucking suit. <laughs> I fucked it. I know. Well, that's the thing. Is, is uh, it's certainly not enough time to lose enough weight yeah, between yeah. now and Saturday. And it's probably not even enough time to get a new suit. We just might have to amend. Well, no, I can. Clothes. I can. I, I w- went to the suit store today and um, they said it was all good, except I'd, the, uh, alterations may be a little touchy. Apparently they're backed up. Oh, well, tell them to get off their ass, pull their finger out. Because you need <laughs> a suit. I need to hem up these You pants. know who's wedding. I'm the MC of this fucking Do, Are you going to keep your old suit? Yeah, as motivation. <laughs> that was quite. A, I spent quite a bit on that one too. Um, so I want to fit back into it. I've got mine, and it it's aspirational that I'm ever going to fit into. Nah, you'll be right. That you, suit boys, you'll again. get back into your suits. Stop it. What are you? What are you doing? Have you tried on your suit? Nah, because you, well, you just run five hundred oh, kilometers. You might have fine. to go down a size. No, I doubt it. No, no, no. So. My, my suit will be fine. I just won't. I, I don't. I just don't like my suit. That's that's the problem. I'm not a huge fan of it. Like, it's, what don't what's you wrong like with it? it? Explain, it's just, describe it. it. Is it the yellow and pink stripes? Yeah, it's the yellow and pink stripes. It's it's it's, it's a the bit loud. It's, it's a bit loud. loud. It's a little flower that squirts water in the your squirt face. Squirt water. It's yeah. Mark embroidered in the back in yeah, sequins. Yeah. It's got all the fucking pockets for watches and knives <laughs> that I'm going to be flogging <laughs> off to the whole thing. It's the Ed Hardy branding. Um, yeah, what, what don't you like about it? I don't it? know. It's a sports coat. Like, it's a very, it's a very like, uh, if you worked in advertising and it's like a black, it's like blue with check. Oh, okay. You're going to wear like a pocket square to break it up and my pants are chinos, but they look shit. Oh, that's fun. So it's a bit, it's a bit. It's, you know what it it's is though? It's a little, it's a little loud. 
if that makes sense. Yeah, it's that's, like that's, it draws it draws attention. That's Mark though. Yeah, as I'm much as he as attention. much as he lies <laughs> and says he doesn't like attention, he lives off it. I do. I feed off. Thrives. You want you to get it? Well, I need it. It's my little Scooby snacks. Is it possible to wear a uh, a better suit than the groom? Maybe I we could all. We should go and hire suits, boys. Our suits are going to be better than Should's whatever their suits in? are. No. Yeah, they're getting rentals. I'm only spending like five hundred bucks. They're rentals. They're not fitted. Well, either way, we're going to be there at the wedding on the weekend. We're going to be looking sharp. We'll figure out a way. We'll figure out a way. It's just like I don't know. I'm going to be on my laptop the whole fucking wedding anyway during the ceremony. I'm going to be like, yep, got another one, boys. That's all I'm going to be doing is sitting there fucking like a little code monkey. Like, I'm going to get my Game Boy out and I'm having my phone just watching the fucking Mint the whole time. What are your favourite parts about weddings? The cer- uh, not the ceremony. The, the ceremony. The, the love between the two people. It's the reception, right? The reception. Yeah, no, the reception's always good. It, you know what it is, actually? It's more than that. It's like weddings just have a really positive, optimistic vibe to them. Like, Yeah, they're not it, like funerals. It, we, no, no, they're m- much different. But oh, I've been to some. <laughs> <laughs> some weddings are shit. But if, if you go to a good wedding and like, even if you're very cynical about the concept of love and like, you know, everlasting companionship. Like there's something about a wedding that just kind of puts a smile on your face because you're just like, well, even for just today, like these two people are really into each other and yeah. I'm feeling good. I'm going to have you're another beer. you here, Lockie. Just, just on the day at weddings. Yeah. Right. Every other day, no. Yeah. I have been to some though where it's pretty clear that like there was, there was like arguments happening amongst the family. There was one that I emceed. Where I, I'm, one of my favorite things to always talk about is like, you know, there is a lot of love in this room. <laughs> I, to, I always talk about that. It's like, look around us, everybody. There is a lot of love in this room. And there was one that just went, wow. when I said that, it's like, yeah, there is right. definitely not a lot of love in this room. Um, and then there was one where I spoke, it was my brother's wedding, where I was like, all right, uh, thanks everybody for coming. Uh, as everyone knows, I've not been um, overwhelmingly positive about this relationship. <laughs> Uh, and I wasn't for the wedding, <laughs> and uh, I never thought we should all be here doing this at any point. Um, and then uh, somehow managed to recover. It was one of those speeches where I was like, "Well, I definitely want to say that. Burn the boats, burn the boats. Just yeah. throw that out first, and then see if you can recover." And that that, that is an interesting one to try and step back. Turned out from. it lasted fucking three or four weeks. No, six months. Six months, and they were divorced. It was, it was done. Was it, was it the conflict at the wedding, yeah. maybe? It was, it was you. you. The you, seeds were planted. You, you well, it was done. Put a black mark on that. Yeah, the shadow ink hadn't bloomed. even dried on the contract. And, <laughs> and she's like, I'm taking everything. Like, it was nuts. I knew it was going to happen. Can you um, go back on witnessing the contract? Can you be like, no, nah, I didn't see it. Didn't well, see it. Maybe, didn't see it. Maybe I'd I'll sign nothing. the wrong na- name on it. And then in, in six years, I'll be like, oh, guess what, guys? You're not actually married. I put Tim. You could, yeah, you could pull like a last minute legal loophole or something. need to... Figure out a way to sign your Lockie Wilson name and then, as you've done, like, the N at the end, draw a dick. Oh, it's not a bad That's idea. Funny. Now, if they've on their wedding certificate for the rest of their life have a penis... That's even funnier. Oh, he's writing it. St- he's writing it down. It's such I a good idea. It. And if you can get that done and take a picture... That's ...for the funny. Patreon, we'll send it out on the Patreon and go, this one's for the fucking boys. This one's for the boys... Can you get it done? Oh, mate, he's done it. <laughs> he's, he's, done a, it. he's a true artist. He's already done it on a bit of paper. <laughs> so the first Can you do this on letter. the day? Oh, that's great. The first letter. Now, all you need is a bit of jism on top, so you might have to go back and dot that L. 
You, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, a little yeah, dark. Yeah. <laughs> if you can do that on the day and then just send me a picture, I will. I'll, I'll give you. We'll make it the next uh, fan art. We'll just make it the fucking art for the podcast. Mate, I will lose my fucking mind if you could do that. <laughs> I used so to sign my name with um with inst- like the M's used to be love hearts, and it was like it was it was me pretending to be like a real fucking smooth celebrity. I used to sign my name with a fucking love heart. Did you stuff. really? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. so funny. And it was gross because no one ever asked me autographs. <laughs> yeah, you're signing and everything. Vic Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Vic Rhodes and the ATO. They were the only two people. So anyway, so you're gonna go. What, what are you, you going to do? You're going to buy a suit. You're going to. Is that the? Is yeah, that I the think I just. I think I'll just buy a suit. But who knows? I'll probably put on more weight. As time goes on, I'll just have to buy a new suit for every <sighs> wedding. I know. Nice. But my new suit's already tight. <laughs> I, I already know Where the did next. You buy it? Well, you got to suffer for fashion. Like the, if it's if it's not uncomfortable, it doesn't look good. That's what they say. If it doesn't feel too small, then yeah. If it's not fucking sucking you in, yeah. And all that, yeah. I was thinking about. I, I, I would love to wear a suit with like a nice vest and all like that. I, I like that look. But then I feel like some people might ask, you know, if you can get another round of drinks at this table yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So. Yeah, you, you could pull it off. I reckon. We'll see. I just hate vest. going shopping. I fucking hate, I hate particularly um, clothes shopping because when when I was a big boy, uh, going clothes shopping sucked. Like There's a lot of anxiety that goes with I fucking so clothes much. shopping. Yeah, it's, it's not very like nice. Going in and trying it yeah. on. But then I also don't want to buy online because I feel like it won't fit. I always, I'm always yeah. shocked. If something fits, I'm shocked. For some reason, whenever I go clothes shopping, I've always thought I look my absolute worst in the, in the, in the change room mirrors. Yeah. Do you, do you guys find that? I, for some Sometimes. reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Every time for me, I'm like, when I when I go into the change room mirrors and look at myself, I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's <laughs> what I'm working with. Maybe it's because it like... Maybe you get used to the mirrors at home or something. Yeah, maybe. Like maybe you're well, you're never that close to a full full fucking size mirror like that normally, like floor to ceiling. Shows the you off. The lights don't help. That being said, when I, um, I got a good suit done, like tailored, and uh, they make a bit more of an effort to make sure that the lighting's bang on. Yeah, right. Most of like, you know, those department, like, you know, main street suit shops... They've just got standard downlights. Like they just—they don't give a fuck. Is it gross that people just put on clothes and then take them off, and then other people put them on? I did yeah. think that, and maybe it's just because of COVID. But I tried on a shirt the other day, and then I realized it must have been tried on because I had another shirt, and all the buttons were done up, yeah, but not for the other size. So someone had tried that size, and I was like, I feel like I'm getting secondhand clothes. Yeah, yeah, like this doesn't feel. Oh, like you get a brand new shirt in a packet. We well, got that one rolled well, up in a ball. No, no, because they they're all on coat hangers. Yeah, so like, you know when you shop at, they have like coat hangers. Oh my god, where are you boys uh, buying uh, your no, suits? No, no, no so this wasn't a suit shirt. This was oh, right. just like a oh, oh, like a right. shirt. Yeah, no, shirt no, 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 like a collared <laughs> shirt. Because typically in a suit like, shop, where are you shopping? Up and then they'll just give it to you in a pack. Yeah, they yeah, they, right, they yeah, come yeah, in a little fucking brand newy glad wrap bag. Mate, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not buying a new suit. I'll figure it out. I'll figure whatever the fuck. Luckily, Mon can sew, so that's okay. But oh, like, that's pretty handy. I'm just, I just do not like shopping. Like, I even, I went down to Bunnings on the weekend. Like, Mon dragged me to Bunnings, and I gotta say, I haven't been there since I reckon the the beginning of the pandemic. So it's been a long time. Uh-huh. I've got to tell you, I have not missed that place at all. Like Bunnings, Bunnings is just not for me. Um, I'm pretty indifferent about Bunnings. So like, uh, sometimes they have stuff I need. 
I go and buy it. I just don't. They, they are like Australia's biggest number one retail. Remember, all throughout COVID, it was just like, now can we go down to Bunnings or not? Yeah, why is everyone like, was, so obsessed with going to Bunnings? I feel like it was it's lobbyists that were saying all this shit. And right? then like tradies like, could go to Bunnings and like some only of our, tradies. Some allowed. of our tradie mates yeah. were like, there yeah, are other hardware stores, there are right? Other hardware like, stores. What is it and, about um, Bunnings? And when I went to Bunnings, lowest prices guaranteed. I was <laughs> looking around and going, this place. Deserves a spot on bunch of counts. Roll the clips, Eli. And now it's time for a bunch of cunts with Mark Nicholson. Bunnings people are a bunch of cunts. <laughs> I fucking hate Bunnings boys. I do not understand the hype. I don't understand why dads say that they can spend fucking hours in Bunnings. It's a fucking joke. Personally, nothing in Bunnings appeals to me. Maybe it's my my lack of a fucking Y chromosome, or it's just my general distaste of DIY. But it's it's mostly because of the people that are in that joint. I'm telling you, there are more tools on the floor than there are on the shelf. What are, what's, what are these people doing that's so off putting? It's just it's disgusting. It's wall to wall clowns in fucking. <laughs> I'll explain it to you. Right, so you've got the you've got the dads who just want to be like just want to be there and not at home with their family. Like, it's the modern-day version of going to get cigarettes. They're just strolling down aisles. They have absolutely... They've got zero desire line. They've got no desire line whatsoever. They piss me off. They're clogging up the aisles. They're they're fucking window shopping. Just go home to your shitty family, right? And then you've got the mums. The mums that are walking around pretending they're fucking DIY experts because they've watched every season of The Block and now they think they're more capable than what they are, right? They're just walking around... Talking to staff, and they've always got a staff member with them. They're asking shitloads of questions. And then you've got the, the, the yo pros walking around fucking with a shopping list. Bunnings with a shopping list? Like, they're fucking walking around. They've got trolleys full of shit. They're clogging up the... Clogging up the aisle is a big, <laughs> is a big thing. Clogging up the aisles is a sore I, 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 I had two chairs on a fucking trolley and I couldn't get around these two cunts, these yo pros, who were staring at their shopping list more than they're looking up anywhere else. It's fucked. It's and you know so they, dumb. They live in like a little apartment too and they've got like just like three plants. Exactly. They've got a shopping list in one hand and they've got Pinterest on the other. That's all they're doing. And they're, they're complaining about the Wi-Fi. It's a warehouse, you fucking idiot. Anyway, <laughs> even the tradies piss me off, boys, because they walk around with this like general sense of entitlement. Like, they roll their eyes a bit. They've got this general sense of, like, disdain at anyone that's not wearing high-vis and work boots like myself. But they're fucking huffing and puffing. They want a VIP pass everywhere they go. When we were trying to get out, right, there was a massive line, and we were sort of we were hanging out at the, at, the, at the line trying to get through, and there was this bloke behind me. I don't know who he was, a fucking concrete or whatever. Fucking huffing and puffing, groaning, tapping his fucking bloodstones on the floor. Uh-huh. Like, what are you late for, cunt? Smoko? Like, it's a fucking Sunday anyway. What the... Like, we... You've just turned up in your tradie gear. How many tradies work on a fucking Sunday? Just, just fucking settle down. Just loves his job. And, lo- and the staff, boys. The staff are a bunch of cunts walking around in their fucking shorts and fucking <laughs> aprons. <laughs> aprons? Is it an apron? I don't even fucking know. They do like, have a very loud uniform. They it's do. so dumb. Like, and back in the day, you could ask these cunts uh, where anything was, and they'd know. They'd just be, you could go up and ask them, oh, I need a grommet. Oh, yep, all 16. Like They'd be straight onto it. Nowadays... They look like they've never worked a fucking day of their life, even though they're currently at work, right? They're just they're just not very why, high why, functioning. Why can't they? Why can't they answer your question? I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. They just the standards of sleep. It reminds me of like Sovereign Hill. These cunts are just walking around in trade costumes, 
Like they're, they're just in costumes. It's not work clothes. Oh, they're like they're playing just, a part. They're just wearing hard yakka shorts and a fucking shirt and an apron, and they're walking around just going like, "Oh, hardware. Oh, construction." Like they, they've got they know they know nothing. What about the humble uh, snag from Bunnings? Mate, the Bunnings snag. I can tell you right now, I, it the snags are not even good anymore. Oh. Like, I know this Shots is controversial, right? That is a right? bold Ooh, claim. The last couple of times I've been there, this was pre-COVID, like just as it was it was rolling out, because you can't even get the snags anymore. But I've been let it's down. It's true, you like, can't. The snag was fucking medium rare, for one. That was the fucking first problem. It was a little surprise balloon. The onion was fucking soggy. <laughs> the sauce was master foods. Now, if it's not Heinz... It's not fucking tomato sauce. Oh right? wow! Anyone that uses anyone that uses master master foods tomato sauce instead of Heinz is also a bunch of cunts. Oh, I mean, I that's going to be a future fucking bunch. Might of have cunts a couple anyway. of those. That's at a home. future rant, right? You only buy Heinz. Don't be a fucking idiot, right? <laughs> anyway, Bunnings. It's a dumb place. It's uninspiring. It's filled with junk products, junk fucking human beings. It stinks of sawdust and potting mix. It's a dump. It doesn't deserve the title of Australia's favorite retail store. It's a waste of space. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bunch of cunts. Is that is it's that the next thing? A bunch week? of cunts. Is that the- filled up by a <laughs> bunch of cunts? <laughs> and so concludes a bunch of cunts with Mark Nicholson. Was <laughs> a little shaky on the dismount. <laughs> Fucking oh, that was very shaky on the dismount. What happened? I just. <laughs> you kind of froze. I just had a fucking heart attack. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just had a fucking heart attack. I got, so, I got, I got, I got kind of angry. Uh. <laughs> I was like, it's a waste of space. Fucking bunch of cunts. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I can't just say fucking. It's, it's got to be filled up by a bunch of cunts. That was funny. Uh. That was funny. We're yeah, going to leave that leave, in. Leave it in. Leave it in. Leave it in. You know, I tell you what Bunnings is good for, though. Their return policy. Their return policy, which has helped us out several times, yeah. uh, buying props. Because I'm pretty oh, sure you, that's you can just take things back and th- there's no questions no questions asked. Yeah, As long right. as it's like not, you know, obviously fucked up. A friend of mine when I was in uh, when I was in high school had an 18th and he bought <laughs> he bought like 20 of those uh, heaters, the, the tall heaters with the little Chinese hats. Really? Yeah, he bought 20 of those and then returned them on <laughs> Did they accept him? Yeah, so he got his full refund. So all he had to do was pay like a thousand bucks for 20 of these heaters and then got them, set them up, and then packed them all down, got all of his money back. So it was eventually cheaper than hiring. He didn't have to hire. Just a bit of labor. Basically, got the hire for free, other than the initial outlay and then. uh, Deposit. All the the bullshit of putting it back into the box, though. That's a fucking. Yeah. Don't tradies do it with like tax. Deductible materials. No, it's just do. when they get paid cash, they go into Bunnings and they buy their materials, and then uh, no yeah. one has to know about it. So you've basically just reinvested the. You've got more assets, but and yeah. you've got the you've got the fucking receipt. So you also then claim the tax deduction on that. It's a genius way to do it, mate. Nice. It's, it, there's a lot of loopholes with Bunnings, but uh, the people, is. the people. That's the people that really. Should it's the culture. About. It's it is. It's a cultural problem. It's, the culture. it's a cultural problem. It's a real. It's a real problem. And I, I did not miss the joint. The what plant ha- section's the worst too, by the way. Whatever happened to Masters? Wasn't that like a big Bunnings? Yeah, it fell in. Fell in. Fell, fell in. on top of itself. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I used to have a mate who worked there and then they just... Didn't have a job. They didn't have a job, <laughs> yeah. Sack, yeah. It was it was grim times for yeah. Masters. Bunnings, I mean, they're a powerhouse, Bunnings. I, the, I know, and I think it's... There's no competitors. It needs to stop. Yeah, because it, it's getting to the point where, like we were saying in the news, they don't say hardware store; they say Bunnings. It's like it's like when you say Band Aid instead of adhesive strip. Like 
You're saying the brand. You're not well, even yeah, saying, you're yeah. not. Even, you're not saying the utility. Like we need to. We need to bring back hardware store. <laughs> bring back hardware store. But yeah, there's no mum and dad hardware stores anymore. I is no, I fucking it's just like Bunnings, that. the conglomerate. Bring back the hardware store. I love it. That's so much better. <laughs> when you drive past some of those ones, like you know, in the outer burbs and stuff, they're fucking huge. Mate, they're just enormous, giant. Yeah, I went to the one in Fitzroy or Collingwood or whatever it is, and um, it's it, it was tight. That's, I think that's why it's a warehouse, but it's not quite a warehouse. The one in the one in Collingwood, like, no, it's not, it's a it's big not shop. enormous. Like the, the aisles are very thin, mm-hmm. and when you fucking you, you chuck a couple of mums and dads and fucking yo pros in there, it's full. There's, oh, the there's no way to navigate. Are clogged. It's fucked. It's so fucked. It's so fucked. I sort of. I haven't been there in two years. I I miss it. I want to go back. No, you don't. You'll have five minutes, and then you're like, none of this appeals to me. Uh, That's what happens. You're looking around. You're going like, oh, okay, washers. Uh, Okay, yeah. Uh, Door handles. Great. Oh, faucets. Wow. What what am I going to do with a fucking faucet? My my Christmas shopping is going to be all on the fucking twenty fourth. Really, I, I don't have any time to go out before then. What are you going to get? Fuck all. It's probably vouchers. Everyone's yep. getting a voucher. Just do, do fucking go online and buy something that they, they can go fill out themselves. You don't even have to go buy vouchers. Fuck go in the shops. That's true. You could send digital emails. Send don't you? digital ones and just go. I ran out of fucking time. You know. I what? know you hate Christmas, but I do like the idea of a physical gift. Even I think a gift voucher is the worst gift you could probably get someone. Like no, it's just the, the, it's the, the most best. Thoughtless. Well, in terms of if you want if you want a thoughtful gift, it's probably the worst one. But no, I think it's most the most empowering. I think it's empowering. It's like you can buy whatever you want. Who am I to think that I know exactly what you want? Uh, yeah. well, I I run with that sort of ego though. I fuck yeah. with that shit. I I really yeah. yeah. I, I know. Feel, what you I want. feel like it's it's almost like I don't know. It's part of the the ego trip. Is like I can get a good present for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, are gonna sick. like what this is. Yeah. Um, I think I'm picking up on something here. I think it it comes from a genuine care and like <laughs> of people. Right. It's it, it's like a, it comes from a place of love. This gift giving nonsense. No, 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 not no. Always. There's a bit of ego in there. There's a bit of there's, there's, a, there's, there's a, a bit of me. Yeah. Well, I got to say the best gift I've gotten in a long time, Sebo, and I've, I I can't believe I didn't even mention this on the podcast was your little care package you gave me after I ran the hundred k. Left me this nice little package you and your missus, uh, and on the on the card in the front it said you did it, you piece of shit, and then on the <laughs> inside was just like a fucking glass bottle of coke. Uh, Maltesers, you got chippies in there. Yum. What else did you give me? A popcorn, block of chocolate, ice popcorn, magic. ice magic. Like well, had the fucking lot in there. Basically um, everything that you'd you, that had torn your life apart before you started running. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was every <laughs> shitty food that you enjoyed. Every shitty Back food. <laughs> every shitty food. It was. And I reckon. Join was, us, Mark. As he's packing the bags on, yeah. See if you fit in your suit now. <laughs> fucking like yeah. <laughs> Anyway, fuck, should we do some confessions, Sebo? Uh, Yeah, actually, yeah, we'll go to confessions. We'll run the music. Welcome back to Stepmates Confessions. It's a little, it's a little different this week, boys. Um, we've got a couple of confessions, but what I want to do is I want to save those for next week because we have a giant one in here, and it's it's sort of a confession. Um, it's just going to be easier if I if I lay it out. But if you have a Christmas confession, we're going to do a massive mailbag of confessions next week. Confession so drive, Christmas related. Uh, put them in. Um, you know what, even if it's not Christmas related, just put them in because it's going to be huge. That's right. It's um, a time for disgusting, unspeakable things. Yes. Christmas, as we all know. But anyway, um, this week, so uh, we have, someone has actually written in 
Some fan fiction. Oh, wow. Some Stepmates fan fiction. <laughs> Last week, we got a confession so, and someone said, so I noticed there's no Stepmates fan fiction anywhere and I'm thinking about writing one myself. I've thought long and hard about it and I've decided it'll be a, a saucy story about Mark and, G and Seb called Jim's Threesomes. What do you think? And I think we just agreed. We're like, yeah, sure, go on, write it. This bloke comes back to us <laughs> with, I, I can't even, I don't, I don't have a word counter here. It's but very long. It's, yeah, it's you, a short story. Can you share your screen with me? That is exceptionally long. That is, that is a very long piece of fan I'm just fiction. Just going to find a word counter on. Let's one. fucking read it. So we thought, all right, well, let's read it. I thought it was too it was too long to read out, but um. So how many characters? It's we got? two thousand words. It's like got, it's an essay. It's so it's a got play. Me, you, and we've got Jim, as in Jim's mowing. Jim's Jim mowing. Is there any other characters? I think that's it. I haven't actually read this. Uh, I've just sort of skimmed over it. But what we all thought right. we'd do, Lockie will narrate. Yeah, you can do the. What is it the big print? The big print. I'll, yeah, the big I'll, print. and Mark and I'll voice ourselves, and Mark, maybe you can take Jim. I'll take Jim. I've got a lot of rating to do. Uh, yeah. This could be, this could be fucked. I don't know. This, this might not be good, <laughs> but we're gonna give it a crack. We're gonna give it a crack. So this is some so, fan, our first piece of fan fiction. I have not read this, so this is all gonna be hitting us live. Sometimes when the dialogue says, uh, I've just skimmed ahead here a little bit as well. It says, "Man, I don't know about that." Mark said, "It'll be good content." Like, see that line there. Are you happy to say the middle of the bits, or do you want me to say that? Oh, I can, I can say it. You're gonna read all of the mid. You're gonna read all. Oh, he of needs the to read all the middle bits. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right, let's do it. Uh, let's have a crack here. So this starts with your dialogue, Mark. Oh, wait, yeah. wait. Okay, do we do we want to read any? Uh, we'll read his. We'll read his start. He said, "Hey boys, I gave it a shot and banged out a rough draft of the fan fiction. It's a bit long, so feel free to chop it up in parts if needed. Also, this is just my opinion." Fuck, Sebi, you're gonna make me come. <laughs> <laughs> Mark was balls deep in, into Seb's ass, grunting and groaning as he pumped his cock in and out of his body. Mm. After jizzing everywhere, they pulled away and gave each other a loving stare before exchanging a passionate kiss. <laughs> Seb felt euphoric. He'd been waiting for this to happen for years and he couldn't believe it was finally real. Until Seb woke up, that is. Oh, no. Oh, no, Seb, <laughs> out <laughs> he was drenched in sweat as an awkward feeling swept over him he'd been having these weird dreams for several months and he couldn't quite put his finger on what was happening it was disturbing to say the least <laughs> as soon as mark got home they headed out to jim's head office <laughs> <laughs> they were getting together for an in-person meeting as they made another series of parody videos that got them in trouble once again boys you up to no good again Seb thought they were pretty tame this time, except for one called Jim's Threesomes. They knew they took it a, t a step too far when they gave Jim a tiny penis, which was possibly the reason why he was so pissed. Meanwhile, Mark was beaming, loving every minute of the situation. I'm telling you, Seb, if we keep this shit going, we're going to be the next friendly Geordies. Uh, I wonder if we can get him to resign like John Barillaro did. Man, I don't know about that. Mark said. It'll be good content for the potty, though. People are getting pretty excited. I reckon we should chuck it on the Patreon to get a few bucks in as well. They both laughed at the joke. <laughs> this is so detailed. I, we're only... We're, fuck me. <laughs> we, just Let's keep, keep going. going. Just keep going. Upon arriving, they parked near the, near the entrance of the building and got out of the car. While walking, they accidentally brushed fingers against each other. Seb looked away and blushed. Oop, sorry, mate. No, you're right. <laughs> they were brought into Jim's office by security guards who locked the doors on the way out. The place was surprisingly fancy. Nothing like Seb had expected. 
Mark was nodding his head, admiring the scenery around him. <laughs> so descriptive. <laughs> After an hour of quiet waiting, Jim entered the room and was already losing his shit. Oh, you boys have sure fucked up this time. How so, Jim? Mark said. You know what you fucking did. Don't try and be funny with me. Jim slammed his fists on the table. I'll take you to the federal court and drown you in legal proceedings and make you bankrupt and I will. He carried on and on. Seb looked over and saw Mark grinning ear to ear. He knew Jim was full of shit and he could easily take him down with everything he learned in law school. (laughs) (laughs) Seb sighed. He always admired Mark's confidence. He does admire my confidence. <laughs> Fuck off, he does. This is not fan fiction, this is true. Jim finally stopped. <laughs> I can't read it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I need a break. Uh, I, can take, I can take over for a bit. I'll take over for Jim a bit. Fi- Jim finally stopped talking and had a smug look on his face. You want a porn site? I'll give you a fucking porn site. He opened up his browser and typed in the URL. The site was slow to load, but up came a dodgy web page featuring several videos of Jim fingering his ass. Uh, who is this? Let's say Jim's threesomes was a real website and I was the one managing it. How would you feel if you saw actual footage of, footage of us fucking each other? Mark and Seb looked at each other and laughed. Who, who does he think he is? What a dumb cunt. Did you want to film the first video today? No, nah, no, nah, I'm good. Ah. Jim said. Because the other option is that I take you to federal court, like I said. This, who's this? David, like we said last time, we're not making a single cent off these videos, and if we haven't put any ads on them, you can just go shut your fucking mouth. Except you are making money off the videos this time, aren't you? <laughs> My lawyers did some digging and found some of your videos were uploaded to a site called Patreon. Seb was confused. The Patreon page? What did that have to do with it? Wait a second. Didn't they just hire a new social media guy about a week ago? Oh shit, that's probably who done it. Seb went on to explain this, but Mark was already ahead of him. Look, we've just hired a guy recently, right? His name's Lockie, and we're training him up, right? Um, we'll talk to him later today, and we'll see if we can remove the videos off the... Um... Jim pulled out a gun. <laughs> Maybe this will convince you! <laughs> uh... They both jumped out of their seats. Um, Sebby. Mark whispered. Can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> they went to another room as Mark slammed the door behind them. Is he fucking serious? Mark said. Seb didn't know what to say. Uh, I don't know. Is he? Do, do we Do we even have the money to do this? Surely we, we, we do, don't we? I mean, we're not fucking each other. Not on, not on camera. Seb felt weirdly rejected, but he brushed it off. <laughs> Uh, Look, you're a former lawyer. Isn't there some sort of legal loophole you can take advantage of? Mark didn't respond as he started pacing around the room. He was clearly panicking. Seb kept tossing around ideas to ease the situation. Uh, We could always just take the video down, he said. But Mark was already shaking his head. No, no, it's staying up. What do you mean it's staying up? Bang, bang, bang. Jim banged on the door. Hurry the fuck up! Mark was now looking desperate. We need to get the fuck out of here, Sebby. This man's a fucking psycho. Shh, shh. All we got to do is sneak past Jim, get through the doors, and I... I think they've already locked them. Fuck! Fuck! Bang, bang, bang. (laughs) Mark and Seb knew there was no other choice. We'll treat it like a skit. Yeah, yeah, a a raunchy skit. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Hurry the fuck up! Mark and Seb quietly came outside. Jim started setting up the film equipment. He gestured the boys to stand in front of the camera. Over here, lads. They stood there awkwardly, not knowing how to handle the situation. Seb came to the realisation that he had never actually seen Mark naked until now. It's true. He wondered what Mark's body looked like. His chest. His ass. His nuts out. <laughs> Seb stopped how his graphic tra- is this going to get? Seb Amazing. stopped his chain of thought as he heard a gun click. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jim had a shit-eating grin on his face, knowing he could smell fear from a distance. He pointed the gun at them. Get undressed now. <laughs> <laughs> Who fucking wrote this? I don't know. It's quite the <laughs> Mark Mark started unbuckling his belt as Seb took his shirt off. I want to see where this goes. <laughs> Seb felt increasingly nervous about the situation. His face was burning with fear as his palms were drenched in sweat. He prayed no one noticed, especially not Mark. He took his shoes and socks off, looking over at Mark to see how he was holding up. <laughs> he nearly leapt in surprise as Mark was already naked. <laughs> his eyes straight down. <laughs> taking in every detail of his body. <laughs> the muscular figure, the hairy chest, his eyes trailed further to get a sneaky peek of the goods and saw <laughs> and saw Mark had a raging boner. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> this is just a ball. This is like it's a just erotic fiction. Erotic fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seb quickly looked away in embarrassment as Mark covered himself up. Jim pointed the gun at them again. <laughs> now, <laughs> kiss. Mark and Seb stared at each other. It's so, like, detailed. <laughs> Jim got impatient and fired a shot at the wall. <laughs> Fucking kiss! He screamed. <laughs> they, went, they went in for the kill, sloshing their tongues around in each other's mouths. <laughs> it felt awkward at first. It, it's feeling awkward right now. But something <laughs> kicked in that made everything seem natural. Mark wrapped his arms around Seb's waist as Seb's hand crawled up Mark's cheek. Jim stared at them, not knowing what the fuck was going on. So he decided to raise the stakes. Okay, that's enough. Jim said. Now get down on your knees and suck on his penis like a good boy. What the? They, <laughs> they broke the kiss as Seb leaned down. Taking in the scent of Mark's sweaty dick. It was pretty foul. <laughs> yeah. It is pretty foul when it's sweaty. <laughs> but Seb found it oddly arousing. Yeah. He gave it a few um <laughs> He gave it a few cheeky licks before swallowing it all. Yeah. He probably Gauss, not that impressive. Causing causing Mark to let out a moan. Oh. <laughs> Was he actually enjoying this, Seb thought, or was he just fucking around for the cameras? He continued sucking while jerking him off, <laughs> trying to prolong Mark's pleasure for as long as he could. How much more detail Seb, does this get? Seb, yeah. I think I think you've got a line here. No. Right? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Seb looked over and saw... Oh, that might be Jim that says that, actually. Yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. Seb looked over and saw Jim furiously masturbating to the scene. (laughs) He quickly turned around, squeezed his eyes shut and kept sucking. He wanted to focus his attention solely on Mark, ignoring Jim's commentary in the background. How much longer does this have to go? I'm about to come, surely. Mark began thrusting into Seb's mouth, 
As Mark got close to coming, Seb let himself felt himself panic. This is funny. He immediately pulled Mark's dick out of his mouth, inched his head upwards, and blew a gentle, gentle raspberry on his stomach. That's a great callback. Blew a gentle raspberry on his stomach. Oh, Mark looked down at Seb, feeling confused. Seb cursed himself, realizing what he had just done. Ooh. Jim said. Enjoying yourself, are we? Seb felt this huge rush of shame. <laughs> he was so embarrassed. He expected Mark to hate him for the rest of eternity. But instead, Mark gave G- Jim a filthy grin and slammed Seb down on the floor. <laughs> what are you doing, stepmate? <laughs> Mark... Mark thrusted his cock into Seb's ass, just like in the dream. I remember from earlier, guys. The Th- dream. That was a foreshadowing. It was. This is well written. <laughs> this, it's the story circle at play. Seb felt a jolt of pleasure, pleasure rush over him. He was finally delving into these weird desires he'd had for months, and he was loving every second of it. Jim was now watching on with disgust. He didn't expect this to happen. He knew he needed to strike fear back into them. You know, boys, Jim said, this is the video that's going to haunt you for the rest of your lives. Everyone's going to, everyone you know is going to see it. Jordan Michalides, <laughs> Isaac Butterfield, Michael Cusack. Mark looked Jim dead in the eyes, still fucking Seb. Good. He grunted. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Jim clenched his fist. He didn't have any more power in this situation. So on a whim, he unbuttoned his shirt and took his pants off letting his cum-soaked knickers slide down to his ankles. Mark finally came and gave a loud moan. As Seb was... (laughs) (laughs) What have we done reading this out, boys? It doesn't end. As Seb was licking off Mark's cum, (laughs) he looked up and saw a tiny dick dangling in front of him. He quickly realised who it was and became terrified. Oh, yes, that's a good boy. He felt Jim's slimy fingers stroking his back. Seb shuddered in disgust and tried to ignore it until Jim grabbed his chin and pulled him in for a kiss. Seb nearly threw up. This is getting quite intense, but knew he had to stay strong. Mark watched the incident from afar, feeling a weird sense of jealousy creep over him. Yeah, this is nice. Jim said as he stroked Seb's nipples, <laughs> drawing little circles around them in slow motion. I love that. That's what? very, co- that's very kind this? of Jim to do this. This, this, is, this is like... Lucky, I'm starting to think this is you that wrote this. <laughs> Why would I make myself read this we're in the last. We're in the last paragraph now. Are we? Uh, okay, okay. Of chapter one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mark looked increasingly Mark looked increasingly pissed. He fought the urge to slam Jim's head into the ground, but tried to tried his best to remain calm. Jim continued kissing Seb everywhere, filling up his body with his hands, inching closer and closer to his groin. As Jim's fingers be- began to stroke the tip of Seb's cock, <laughs> he felt himself let out a little squeak. <laughs> Is that me or Jim? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> That was when Mark finally snapped. He got up and punched Jim in the face as he fell to the ground. His gun slid across the room and hit the wall. 
Seb picked it up and put it in his pocket, making sure to unload it first. I assumed I was naked at this stage, but all right, I've got a pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Mark was busy kicking Jim until his face was bloody. Cunt! Cunt! (laughs) Seb quickly dragged him away before he lost control as they started heading out towards the exit. It only took a few tries before they both smashed the door open and ran straight out of the building before the guards could catch them. During the drive home, they sat together in awkward silence. A part of Seb didn't want to talk about what happened back there, but he felt it was necessary to break the silence. So, um... Yeah, Sebby? What made you change your mind? About what? About, you know... Uh... Mark waited a bit before responding. Uh, I just... I just didn't want Jim to win, you know? Okay. Mark was clearly embarrassed, so Seb didn't push the issue. What about the potty? He asked. Is it still good content? Mark paused to think about it. Nah, nah. I think we should just leave it. Oh my God. Does this, sub- does this submission, submission look like spam? <laughs> report it here. Maybe we should report it. No, that was good. Whoever wrote that had a very deep... Someone, intimate knowledge Someone enjoyed their weekend They're getting a big fake round of applause They had a very intimate knowledge of us Because they knew about the raspberry They knew about the Jordan Michelides is very specific They're a, a, they're a fan They're very clearly a fan yeah, that, was, that, was, that was great That was that weird, was great. And, weird. Uh, Not what I was expecting to do today <laughs> and, uh, I think we did a, I think we did a stand up job at, uh, at reading it out too boys I'm very, very <laughs> proud of us I think we did a very good job I think we did a very, I feel weird very now. good job what are you talking about? It's just fiction. It didn't actually it's happen. <laughs> it's just a story. Well, at, at the, just, at, at just the beginning, it's, it does say based on a true story. I just feel weird. You did enjoy sucking a lot of dicks in that. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that we've put that image in a lot of people's minds now. I don't know if that was the right thing I to mean, do. I mean, if you were going to write fan fiction about, you know, the Stepmates boys, I don't really know where else you go with it. Like, It's going to be fucking in the ass, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it was just a shame that, I guess... Future ones could actually use a similar sort of feeling, like similar sort of setup, but then somehow work it into easily the most common question we get asked in the mailbag was that it comes to a situation where you can either fuck your mum in the ass or walk backwards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. In the ass. Oh. That would have been the only... Per- Honestly, there was, it was part of me that thought, that's where we're heading here. We're never does, does, he push, does he push forward into uh, gym? That would have been good. A moral conundrum. A little moral conundrum. Oh, I'll tell you please. what, though, regardless of that, it was quite well written. Like, the way they've spaced it in the email. like it, I, It's beautifully done. It was yeah, easy whoever's to, written this, easy I, to follow. Like, write, either writes or reads a lot because, like, the way they've put it together is, is quite well. Yeah, it's very well done. It's very well done. Do, We're not reading one of these out ever again. This is this is a one-time thing. Unless it's good. <laughs> Unless it's good. Brush up your writing chops, boys. <laughs> yeah, brush them up. Get it in. Um, anyway, doesn't matter. We should move on. Was it? Yeah. Uh, fucking hell. All right. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. No, I've heard a news story. Do you a boys, news story? Do you boys want to hear about it? Lockie's news. Please. Yeah. What have you got, man? Uh, I, this, it, I just saw a headline and it made it made me laugh. And I don't know if I should have laughed, but it made me laugh. No, so dying nurse on deathbed claims she swapped more than 5,000 babies for fun. So there's this. What? There was this ex nurse who, uh, like, literally, she's about to die, and she was like, "I, I, like, I'm so sorry. Like, there's my career as a nurse is five thousand babies over the course of my career that I was just like swapping around. So if anyone looks at their sibling and they think they don't look the same, it's because they're not your family. Oh my and, god! And she finished it with like, "I don't want to go to hell, so that's why I'm confessing it right now." 
Where is this bitch? Zambia. Oh, I think okay. It was. Okay, yeah, fucking right. cares. Yeah, that happens. It's, it's not here. That's is that South Zambia? Where thing. is that? South Africa? I'm not sure, to be honest. But where is it from? I can get that. I can get the Africa? Zambia and Africa? Zambia. She said that this is the actual quote. I wish to confess my sins before God and before all the affected people, especially those who are giving birth at UTH, a hospital in Zambia, during my service. UTH. If you were were born in UTH between the years of 1983 to 1995, chances are your parents may not be your biological parents. I developed a habit of swapping newly born babies just for fun. What a funny cunt. That's shout out to that shit, shit, bitch. It is pretty funny, isn't it? Yeah, shout outs to her. She's just causing chaos it. that she won't even see. Yeah, like it's that's fucking dark. It's, it's it's just speculative, isn't it? It's just yeah, like, it's oh, just like th- this is gonna have a ripple effect. Yeah. You'd see how far you could push it as well, couldn't you? You'd just be like, you know, yeah. and all this sort of shit. And just be like, oh yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna cause it. This one's gonna cause What's a interesting just how far you could go with it. What's yeah. interesting is that Horneder, she had to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess she did the wrong thing, but like, I mean, if it did haunt her, like, because he, I feel like that. Well, did, that's the kind of thing that a sociopath would do. Why did she do it? You think for the fun, Seb? She for said the fun. She but did it for well, the fun. It, well, like, it wasn't fun on her deathbed. Well, it was fun. She regretted it. She was. She, she was long. She had a long time to think about it as she was slowly dying, and she probably well, thought, "Fuck." Well, maybe no. Maybe it was selfish because if she did actually believe in. God in heaven yeah. and hell. Maybe she was like, ah, oh, fuck, I did swap all those babies. <laughs> fuck. They, or they might frown upon that yeah, in, yeah. in heaven. When you get to St. Peter's Gate, they're just like, well, what did you get? <laughs> fuck. Those fucking five Well, oh, it says here, uh, nurse it took care of a lot of dying sick patients. That's that right. very charitable of you. Bit of a bit of a thing here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or swapped 500 babies. Oh, 5,000 babies. 5,000. That's, yeah. that's more than... Or... She's just dropping a bomb on the way out just to cause a bit of a kerfuffle. Oh, yeah, true. She's oh. just the ultimate joke. So, yeah, I swap 5,000 maybe. She's probably high on fucking oh. painkillers, well, by the way. Even if she's the type to swap 5,000 babies, she's cashing in on her joke. Yeah. Because, she, like you said, she never got to see the aftermath. So now she's like, one last joke, one last bit of fun. She's a bit you of could, a prankster. Well, that's yeah, all. That's a good question, boys. What are you going to say on your deathbed? Because you could say something real fucked up. You could say something like, oh, I've seen the other side. There's nothing there. My last words. My last words. I really like the was that author. That that was a fucking good one. The end. Oh, Terry Pratchett. Yeah, that was his last words on Twitter. At that least. was his last was tweet. Just, yeah. yeah, his last tweet was the end, which I fucking love that. Damn, that's pretty good and for an author to, to get that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. he was like on the way and he's like, no, quick, I've got to yeah. tweet. I'm going to strip his end. Pass me Twitter. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna have to have, have to fucking think about it. I reckon it might just be you're all a bunch of cunts, and then <laughs> yeah. I just want to go. Ro- no, roll the clip, Sevy. Roll That's the clip. Be your last word. <laughs> That's gotta be your last word. Before you die of a heart attack. Yeah, before I die of a heart attack. <laughs> there, there, there is a like like a moral question. Uh, it's like a philosophical question that reminded me of this, where it's if you if someone did swap your child, and then you find out in like five years. So you've been raising a kid for five years. Do you get your original child back or do you keep? No, you have to keep the kid. You don't have kid. to swap them. You could just try and look for your original kid. No, because... It's not a swapping no, deal. No, because the other family's got it. <laughs> so, because you, 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 they're not going to want to give up their kid <laughs> for nothing. It's not going to become a trade. 
No, they're like Gengars. Like you can't. Boy, it's like Pokemon. That's you mine. Trade them. That's mine. You need to take it back. Yeah, I guess. No, because they they tell they tell both families that we're so sorry. The Zambian nurse yeah. swapped your baby five years ago. You've been raising someone else's kid. Um, do you want to trade? Do you want your original back, or do you want the? It's funny because some of them are going to be like twenty-two years old, and it's like, yep. And they just have to go off to another. <laughs> no, family. I wouldn't. No, nah. because you don't know what sort of fucking little psychopath this other family has been raising. At least I know the fucking problems the my kid kid's going to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to know the fucking. But would you want your biological kid to be left in that environment? Better the devil you know. That's what I reckon. <laughs> Better the devil you know. Keep you, and keep that's you. and that's what we think of children. <laughs> that's, that's that's all we've got for children. Speaking of uh, philosophical questions, should we go to the mailbag, boys? Yep. Let's let's close yep. this off with a mailbag. <laughs> Time for the Stepmates Mailbag! You've got mail. Here's your letter. You've got mail! Yes, that's it. It's the Stepmates Mailbag. No more fan fiction here. Just straight questions from the fans. Oh, damn. What a sorry. shame. Sorry, everyone. What a shame. I feel like I was the bottom in that fan fiction story <laughs> a little bit. You were the bottom. I feel so. like I'd, I wanted to see a bit more gusto for myself. No, I liked it. It was fiction, mate. It was very it's true just to life. Fiction. Uh, there's it's always a bit of truth fiction. in good fiction, isn't there? No, yeah, it's, it, no it's, it's, it's always <laughs> open to interpretation, mate. Uh, you took one for the team and you fucked me in the ass. <laughs> I fucked you in the ass. Would I fuck you in the ass? I fucked you. No, in you the fucked ass. me in the ass. I like how that was foreshadowed, though. Yeah, yeah no. They were fucking. Someone's listening. He's a professional can, writer. Professional Someone writer. Uh, jumping straight in here, boys. Got a funny one the other day. Uh, I won't read the name, but. The email was, uh, I don't even know if this was meant for the mailbag, but I'm reading it out. Uh, hey, lovely, amazing cunts. This D Columbian, I don't know what that means. It's just the letter D and then Columbian. Um, I have been listening to this podcast religiously while driving during work. I feel anxious I'm going to run out of episodes to listen to since I'm catching up quite fast. Just two episodes more to be up to date. I love the bags, in quotation marks. Um, I love the bags too. As a truth patreon he said truth patreon and colombian i feel i have the obligation to supply some colombian snow and would be and would love to come to the show to do the live bag colombian podcast <laughs> much love guys except expect heaps of confessions coming from this behalf i can oh. tell you right now it's a fucking dream of mine to have a colombian friend that would be a dream come true uh, and if he can supply the bags for a live show, we should absolutely do that. Big fella, get in touch, and we will organise this so we can have just like I want like fucking Tony Soprano levels of fucking. Like, <laughs> I like how I just want like dangerous levels. One thing you can say about the show is that we have Vic Pole detectives listening. We also have like crazy Colombians yeah. uh, with hey, access to it's bags. It's a true cross-section of the community. It's the Semates podcast is bringing all of us together. All sorts. Together. And when we do the live show, we can have Vic Pole on one, one side of the room. We can have our Colombian friends with big piles of snow and we can all <laughs> get along. That's the idea that's of this beautiful. community. We've got, it's a beautiful thing. I do think that's probably where his anxiety is coming from. <laughs> I don't think it has much to do with... Um, <laughs> he's only got two episodes of the Stepmates podcast. He left, just needs to jump on down to the Patreon. He needs to jump on down to the Patreon. I think he might be a part of the Patreon, right? He's, he said there. You yeah, he said. Oh, yeah, he's a truth, or soon, a truth patron. Truth um, patron. But either way, thanks, Legend. Thanks for reaching out. And uh, yes, we are interested. Uh, and uh, please get in touch and send us more details. It says where to meet you. Up, how much? You, what are you charging? <laughs> this is uh, this is a mailbag from TikTok. Believe it or not, from XX Pussy Eater XX. 
Uh, hey, Seb, sorry for the late response. I've been pretty busy recently, but I understand Mark would have finished this his run by now, and I just wanted to congratulate him. If you could please send on my regards to the absolute mad cunt for flogging the shit out of those 100 kilometers, I'd greatly appreciate it. What a fucking legend. Thanks. Uh, thanks, XX Pussy Eater. Nice. XX. XX, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm still... Still coming, uh, still coming down. I actually do feel like I've got this, like I've got this feeling of uh, like the accomplishment is well and truly worn off, and I just feel like a piece of shit again. I just feel like I'm never going to achieve anything ever again. I've you never achieved anything in my fucking life, except for that hundred kilometers you just ran. Except for the hundred kilometers, but I think it's spiked your dopamine for a couple of days. Right. Like you're like, I fucking did it. Yep, you're a fucking legend, and now I'm a piece of shit to again. Come down. So, We'll see. We'll ride this wave and then hopefully I can get back to, nah, you're all right. You're just a functioning member. <laughs> you, need, you need to find a new goal, I reckon, because that's what fucked me up after we finished regular old Bergen. I reckon I was like, nah, we did the thing that we were setting out to do for so long and now there's nothing left. Yeah. yeah. A bit apathetic. You need a new run. I, you, you need, you, I feel like you always need something. You need a run. Like Seb said, there has to be something on the horizon. Yeah. I'm going to take, I mean, it's so it was last week I basically had pretty much off. This week I've ran Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. So I've, I've been running every day. I'll probably run every day, including the weekend, except for Sunday because we'll be hungover and it's uh, it's the mint day. Um, but I'll probably take Sunday off. But like I'm going to try and treat this week as a full week. And then I just kind of want to fall in love with running again. Yeah. Like I need to, I need to like actively want to go running all the time. Um, so yeah, maybe you're right. I need a new, need a new goal. Or just change it up completely. Just choose something different. Just go like, fuck it. I want to be a. I got to do a hundred squats. A bodybuilder. Yeah, body lifting. Builder. I want to. I want to like. Uh, what is it? Bench pressing your own body weight. Yeah, I feel right. Like is a good like weights goal. Jesus, one hundred and fifty kilos. <laughs> 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 Next question here. This one's a bit serious. Um, hey boys, just wondering what the best teacher you've ever had was. Um, what did they teach, and what made them so special? Uh, I had a. My, I had an English lit teacher, Mr. Adair, who was just kind of a cool teacher. He was like a bit older. He was a bit eccentric, very smart, just really nice. Like it just, I don't know. I, li- I liked English anyway, but he, like uh, any, any teacher that's just like a, a good bloke. Yeah. yeah. A good chick. Makes like a difference, doesn't they, it? They, it makes all the difference. Um, so many shit teachers. Yeah, I've had some shocking teachers. Yeah, it's, it's 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 unfortunately where the onus falls a lot of the time, in particularly in modern education as well. It's like if the student doesn't get it, it's the student's fault for not being smart enough or for not grasping the concept, and that's where you start getting into that realm of like, oh, well, they've actually got learning disability or they're, they're, they're having learning challenges, so they actually need help. It's all about the teacher. Like the onus should always be on the teacher to teach. Yeah, you um, haven't done your job properly. Yeah. It was a, it unless was the kids suck. Unless the kids there's lots some kids there's just, lots of some shit kids just suck. Just suck. Kids are bucket of bolts. Like it makes sense, I, I reckon like, most kids suck to be honest. I'm, but uh, a good teacher <laughs> can really wrangle everyone together. Like a good teacher who's not over the top excited, not trying to sit there and go like English is the mechanics. Well, they of get language. they get you excited in it. I think. It's yeah. Like, who's well, the best? Have you had a Have you had a good one, mate? I'm the best teacher I've ever had, mate. <laughs> Fucking teach yourself anything. Um, I had some good teachers. The, the best teachers for me were the ones that. Um, didn't give a fuck about the rules. Let us do like our sacks for those doing VCE. It was you do your sacks. She was able to like mark them ahead of time so you could do like a draft sack. But the question was basically exactly what it was going to be in the actual sack. So you could do that and then she'd mark it and then go, oh yeah, here's what you missed. And then basically you could go into the exam or the sack and just copy it. Um, so I liked her for that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone that did that, anyone that sort of engaged uh, pretty heavily. But... 
to be honest, I still like I remember sitting in most classes not doing anything and I did all of my study at home. Like I treated high school much like I did university where all right, it's a lecture, you're not really paying attention. But you go home and do most of the work yourself. Man. So I'm not joking when I say I was the best teacher I've ever had. <laughs> I would. That is a level of commitment to school I did not have. Yeah. I guess it got you a law degree. You're all in the same place right now. That's the thing. We're all sitting in the same room. fucking room. <laughs> all staring at the same 10,000 octopus. Yeah. Um, I had a te- our uh, music teacher in high school was our best, like by far. Uh-huh. Mr. Woods, I don't know if you remember him, but he yeah, was just no, a, he was a good guy. He was just a legend. I never took the class, but he was a nice guy. Yeah, he just he just gave a shit. I think was the thing. Like he was, he was. There's just you, there's some teachers that don't talk to the students. You know, they like talk at them. Yeah, and he was just like he was just a dude. And because we had uh, a mutual friend that was like in trouble with some. Uh, he slept with like an older female teacher or the, uh, you should say rather the older female teacher slept with him. Um, and he was sort of with like us through all that, like all the court proceedings and stuff. Um, so yeah, no, he was, he was the best I had. Last question. Uh, does my girl have a valid, <laughs> sorry. Does my girl have a valid reason to be mad at me for masturbating after she said no to sex? Three days of no sex. I went to bed early. I had midget porn on and she busted me busting a nut. She went off. She, she wanted to see what it was I was watching and now thinks I'm some kind of pedo because I was watching midget porn. What do I do, boys? No, they're of age. Yeah. Mate, it's and fine. She's confused. Call, though, call them little people porn and, then <laughs> you, and, you're, and you're fine. And you're fine. They're just little people. Petite. I just like them petite. Um, um, it's a couple of questions <laughs> in there, right? So is it, is it wrong to masturbate when your girlfriend's turned down sex? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Make a, a biggest noise about it as you possibly can. But do you what, what if she, right next? Yeah, because you just whip it out. You, you can't you, just. What are you get? Where else are you going to go? Where's he going to? To the bathroom. Hey, yeah. you multi-roomed people. What? Are, so a bathroom, like a shared bathroom. You're not living What's in a like tent. No, because no, otherwise you're, you're, you're imposing your your uh, yeah, experience. So on they there. should. If she turns <laughs> down, you got to sleep next to a paint shaker. It's fine. That's what it's going to be like. She's going like, to she's going to rock around, rock to sleep. I don't know if that's allowed. It's only going to be thirty-five seconds. Let's be honest. Thirty. Light up a little little people. I couldn't. I couldn't do that. I, I. I don't know. I feel weird. I feel like I'm imposing. I'm too ashamed of myself masturbating too. I just. I'm not proud of it. I yeah, I don't think it's very nice. You've to, never done that. All right, so they don't feel like it, and you've gone. All right, cool. Just like, I've, how about you curl up into my arm and watch me masturbate? I mean, if it was like they were into it. Sure, no, but okay. if you if yeah. you're if yeah, you're if just like, for it, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't oh, just okay. do it. So or, or if you if you are and you're like, do you mind if I? Yeah, do you mind if I? Uh, you know, give it the old. That's that's typically Could, yeah. Well, that's typically what I've done. Give him a give him a courtesy. Yeah, that's what request. I've done. I've gone, I, well, uh, uh, to be honest, this ain't going away by itself. Did he just pull the porn out? She was like, I think he must. No, have, yeah. sorry, I'm not in the mood. And he's like, All right. He pulled the porn out. One, She's like, hey, wait, fired up the MacBook. What are you? Yeah. What are you bloody watching over there? What are you doing? And full volume. That's that that. I'll give it to him. It's it's a ballsy move. It's pretty bold. It's a pretty bold. You move. know what? You can t- if she thinks he's some sort of a pedo for watching little people porn, then you need to turn around and be like, "Hey, these are little people. These are not kids. They deserve their own porn industry." Yeah, how dare you? She's wrong. How dare you? Yeah, get rid of her. Well, yeah, you? no, you shouldn't equate little people to children. So that is her. She sounds misdeed. She sounds fucked up. Kick her out. It's Ma- the fucking lollipop guild, bitch. Settle down. You have to be an adult. You should ask next time, though. I think is the no, moral of the on story. On the street. Kick go her on the out. street? No, kick her out. Oh, kick right. her out in the street. What do you mean go masturbate in the street? Well, you could ask you her to that, leave. Do that as well. That's what like, I said. Get out of here. Go on the street and masturbate like a dog. <laughs> like, like, like a regular guy. Like, like a regular dog. Like the Coney 2012 founder. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
No, what no, what no, that no. guy's up to now? Communication, guys. Exactly. Is communication is any key. relationship. It always circles back to communicate. Just go, hey, babe, would you mind if I pull up a little bit of little people porn? <laughs> And have a bit myself, give myself a little bit of a flogging. That's how you do it. I guarantee she'll roll over and say, "Stop it, give it to me." <laughs> <laughs> on that note, on that note, let's wrap this putty up. This has been uh, this has been weird. It's been a strange, it's been a strange pod, and this it's been, been a long a pod as well. So feel, our Colombian friend will be happy. Odd coming out of it. It feels like. Do you I, guys feel dirty? I feel a little like unsettled. Nah, I feel great. I actually feel refreshed. That's that's brought me back. I was in a shit mood before this podcast, and this has really brought me up. Brought me up another level. I'm uh, I'm pumped. Thanks for that, boys. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for whoever that was. Thanks for taking my load, Sebo. Thanks for reading about my dick. No well, worries. Uh, Anytime, buddy. Lucky. Appreciate it all, gang. And yeah, that that'll just about do it for this week's Stepmates podcast for the good cunts and supporters down on Patreon. We'll talk to you on Friday, uh, which is uh, the day before we are doing the pre-sale for the Kraken Collective, which is on Saturday and Sunday. If you're not on that, jump down onto the Discord. Go to the Collective. Sunday's public sale. Get ready to get your fucking Kraken. Hey, there's a, there's a bunch of people listening to this podcast as well that are actually in the Discord buying Kraken. So good luck to you, cunts. We hope you go all right with your minting on Saturday. Uh, and we look forward to talking all about it more again on the Patreon. But we'll talk to you next week. We'll speak to you next Tuesday. Bye, cunts. Bye. Bye.